The power of relinquishment. Yesterday, we had a beautiful Philoptos retreat at Catalina's house, which really felt like a retreat, a getaway, a spiritual spa with the right balance of food, fellowship, business, of course, and a spiritual lesson and discussion. Now and then, it is good to step away from the hustle and bustle of our lives and reflect on how we are living and how God is speaking to us. The theme yesterday was, what is truth? A pretty heady topic, but one handled ably by our resident theologian, Presbyteria Christine. Not that you can exhaust that question in a short one-hour seminary, but I have to say she fleshed it out pretty well in a limited time. But since I'm told what happens at Philoptos meetings stays at Philoptos meetings, I won't be able to share with you her brilliant thesis on what is truth. You will have to talk to her to get that except to say that a key element that came out of our discussion was the importance and the power of relinquishment. That is, as the now famous song from Frozen goes, let it go, let it go. This is a key concept in the spiritual life on many levels, but a few illustrations might help us adapt this practice to our own life. Now, I'm not an electrician, but I have heard of Ohm's Law. And basically, it states that the amount of electricity that can flow through a wire is limited by the resistance of the wire. If it's a good conductor, then there's little resistance and a lot of power. If it's a bad conductor, there's lots of resistance and not much power. The same is true in our spiritual life. The more, the less resistance to the Holy Spirit, the more of God's power can flow through us. If we submit ourselves and one another and our whole life to Christ our God, as we just stated several times in the Divine Liturgy, then our resistance goes down. And God's presence and power in our lives goes up. If we remove pride, anger, need to control, unconfessed sins, our resistance goes down and God's power goes up. Several times in our services, we are asked to bow our heads to the Lord, showing the sign of servitude. This is not just a symbolic or a metaphorical act, but it is a real sign of how we are to approach God. Dostoevsky says, He who does not bow before God will not be able to bear the burden of himself. So relinquishing our worries, our hopes, our dreams, our desires, our frustrations, our expectations, even our sins 
through the sacrament of confession, lowers our resistance and increases the flow of God's power through us. Getting our resistance down often happens through life's circumstances. The death of a loved one, a financial reversal, a job loss, coming face to face with our own addictions, cancer. All these things break us and humble us. And, as they say, it can make you either better or bitter. I believe it was A.W. Tozer who said, it is unlikely God can use a man greatly whom he has not broken deeply. Those of us who have gone through deeply trying times, although we would not have chosen it in advance, given the option, yet at the conclusion we often say about the great things we have learned and we wouldn't have it any other way. The benefits far outweighed the trial. When we submit our whole life to God, then we become free to respond to life as it comes. Submission doesn't imply passivity. We're now able to cooperate more fully with the Holy Spirit and to be present each moment and act with the mind of Christ. And then the peace that passes all understanding keeps our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. This is applicable in every aspect of our lives at every age, from a teenager to an octogenarian. Learning to let go is a key element in the spiritual life. By reducing resistance, God's power is allowed to flow through us. So, let us commit ourselves and one another and our whole life to Christ our God. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.